beautiful. Welcome to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Have you discovered your husband's been having an affair? Do you just want the pain to stop and be able to take a deep breath again? Do you find yourself up late at night googling how to save your marriage, heal from an affair? Do you wake up with the hope that this nightmare would end only to feel crushed and humiliated because your husband acts like the affair was really your fault and now you're left obsessing with where he is and if he's seeing her again? Hey, I'm Lisa. I too was devastated when I discovered my husband was having an affair. I too felt the pain would never end and wished he would just stop the affair and we could restore our marriage. I wanted the weight of the trauma to be lifted so I could breathe again and be able to have someone, anyone help me climb out of the dark miry pit of despair so I could begin to heal and be confident in me again. But I kept telling myself, he won't stop seeing her. Must have been my fault. And this pain, it'll never go away. Until I found hope and healing in Christ, along with simple techniques that helped me to learn how to recover from the betrayal. In this podcast, you'll discover what betrayal trauma really is, learn simple techniques to heal and recover, and get biblical guidance to help you make the right choices as you heal from the affair so you can be free from the heartbreak and the pain and rise in confidence once again to be the woman God created you to be. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, snuggle up on the couch and focus on yourself for a few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life that you really desire. Hello, beautiful. Welcome back to another episode of Beauty Beyond Betrayal. I'm your host, Lisa Limehouse. I'm really glad to be with you. We built just a little bit of a different setup I want to share with you today. So not only can you find me on all of the podcast platforms, you can listen on any podcast avenue, right? You can now find me on YouTube. What? what? Yes, you can. So Beauty Beyond Betrayal is exciting expanding greatly. We are growing by leaps and bounds and we wanted to make sure that we could have you find us any way possible. So you can not only listen to the podcast, now you can actually view it for yourself on YouTube. Where can you find all the links? Well, on our brand new website that launched this week. It is beautybeyondbetrayal.org. That's beautybeyondbetrayal.org. All the things are located on that website, we have all the resources. You can find out a little about my backstory. You can also find out what kind of programs are available. I have an online program that was just launched this week. If you want to be more self-paced and you want to do it in your the comfort of your own home, just kind of by yourself, you're not ready to deep dive, you're not ready for a group in and of itself, this is for you. You're just finding out this is like an eight-week course for you that you could dive into. Then we have our group coaching program that's launching in January of 2020. So stay tuned for that. And of course, we have the one-on-one coaching sessions, which are really booking out quickly. So if you have ever desired to work with me one-on-one to really have a roadmap, step-by-step, what do you need to do to get out of the quicksand of the devastation of betrayal, the trauma that it brings, and move ahead? Then get yours, like get on a free consult with me and let's get you booked out because I'm getting ready to enter into a wait list. Um, 
It's been an influx lately, and I would love you to get in before the wait list begins. So grab that while you can. I can't wait to meet you. So what's today's episode all about? Well, can you believe we're entering into the holiday season? Oh my gosh, well, like, where has 2023 gone, right? We literally put out all the fall decorations. And for those of you on YouTube, you can even see my fearfully and wonderfully made fall t-shirt that I'm in today. <laughs> but we, now it's like, it's like holidays. I know people who already have their Christmas trees up, like all the shopping centers, everybody is in the holiday mood. It is that time of year. And I want to be aware of that. I want to be really cognizant of that because the holidays are tough. They are tough in and of themselves when you factor in all of the added stress of the holiday parties, the work events, Christmas plays, school holiday events, family get-togethers, church, baking, shopping. I don't know about you, but like I'm exhausted even talking about it right now, right? <laughs> it can leave you overwhelmed on a daily normal basis, much less when you factor in betrayal. There is an added stress and an anxiety that can throw you over the edge. It's like way too much, back it up. Can we just pull the covers over my head and move into 2024 and just not even deal with the holidays, right? So it can even be worse if you've just found out about your husband's affair or pornography use. It can be debilitating for you because now not only all the added stress that the holiday brings, but now you're dealing with this personal trauma that is not just trauma from one event, like a car accident, and now you're trying to, you know, assess the trauma from that event forward, but you're dealing with betrayal trauma. And betrayal trauma is a totally different monster in and of itself. Why do I say that? Because betrayal trauma involves history. It affects the entire history of the relationship that you're in. So when you couple all of that together, the holidays, this time of year can be extremely painful, especially when you're looking at it through the lens of what we thought it actually used to be. Like we had a certain memory, right? We had a certain memory of what our life used to be. And so we're looking through that lens or we're looking through the lens of pain and devastation. The memories of what we thought, the beautiful memories, the happy memories, the joyful, the laughter, the celebrations that we look back on. Now we look back on them and say, you know, maybe they aren't exactly what I thought they were, because now you're looking at it, realizing that some of those holiday memories are tainted. They're either tainted because you found out last year or 20 years ago, or you're just finding out right now. So your holidays, the memories, all of this, it's tainted. It, it has kind of been um, just kind of demolished, so to speak, right? So now you're looking at it with dread. Maybe some of you have severe anger or you are overwhelmed at what you're getting ready 
to face. And you literally just want to skip over it. You want to bypass it. You want to move on, right? Well, beautiful, I want you to know I completely understand. I understand every bit of that because back in 2020, my holidays were a shambles. I had found out about my husband's affair that January in 2020. And fast forward, I moved out July of 2020. And now the holidays are there. And I am single in an apartment by myself. And I'm facing the holidays kind of alone. Yes. Did I have family? Yes. Children, grandchildren, all of that. And yes, they wanted me to spend that time with them. They wanted to take care of me during the holidays. But for me, my marriage was in shambles. I was physically separated from my husband and the holidays are important to me. I'm very family oriented. And my husband and I met December 31st, 2012, like we met on New Year's Eve for the very first time. So the holidays were extremely important to me. And now they were very different and they were very, very painful. I was looking down the scope of a holiday season, not knowing how I was going to navigate it. What could I handle during this time? What could I do to make my holidays better? Because I really didn't want to spend my holiday season depressed and in bed with the covers thrown over my head. So what could I do? Well, I want you to know that during that time period, I developed some tips and strategies. And today on the broadcast, I am going to share with you five tips that will help you navigate the holiday season, actually thrive through the holiday season if you implement these and not just survive. Because beautiful, you're not created just to survive. God created you to thrive in life, to have an abundant life here now and forever. And so I want to help you with that. I want to help you thrive through the holidays. And I'm going to share this with you. But first, before we jump into those five tips, I've got to share with you the remainder of all of the tips is going to be in a workshop and a workshop this coming Tuesday night. November the 7th at 7 p.m. inside of my free Beauty Beyond Betrayal Sisterhood Facebook group. I'm hosting it free. So I have a couple questions for you. Do you wish there was a way to thrive through the holidays instead of just surviving? Like enjoy the sights and sounds once again of the holiday season without constantly focusing on the pain of the betrayal. To be able to get through the family gatherings without feeling ashamed and overwhelmed and anxious. Well, beautiful, you don't have to just survive. You don't have to be overwhelmed and just obsessed over his affair during the holidays. You can thrive through them. And Tuesday night, I'm going to give you all the goods. Everything in this free workshop inside of my Facebook group. I want to invite you to that below in the show notes. You can go ahead and click on the link, answer the questions, get into the free Facebook group so that you can be there for that free workshop. It's going to have some downloadables. We're going to give away some gifts. Yes, we're going to start the holiday season because I want to set you up for success. So I want you to be a part of this event, okay? Make sure to do that. So 
Let's jump into like five really good tips to get you started. Grab your pen and paper, beautiful. Go ahead. Maybe grab grab your favorite latte, your drink, whatever your jam is this time of day. But go ahead and grab it and let's get started. So the first one is this. You need to give yourself permission this holiday season to feel what you feel. And remember, all emotions that you feel are useful, okay? So allow yourself, give yourself permission to feel all the feels, the the hard and the good, the highs and the lows, and remember that they're all useful. Feelings, emotions, they're indicators. They tell us like where we are in our journey in life. They tell us that we are maybe not at a healthy place right now because we are dealing with trauma. Or maybe we're happier because we've worked through some hard issues, right? And when we allow external or cultural expectations to dictate what we're supposed to feel this time of year while we're observing the holidays, like you're supposed to be happy no matter what, then we set ourselves up to experience isolation. We get disconnected from everybody and we even feel a sense of failure. So that makes us even more depressed and we don't want to be involved in anything. Internally, you may be wrestling with things like, you know, um, I, I want to feel a certain way, but I actually feel this way. I want to feel happy because I love the holidays, but I feel so depressed because my life is in shambles. Well, this mismatch in your life can be genuine source of pain for you. You can be literally battling yourself. And when we graciously, and let me say that again, graciously permit ourselves to feel what we authentically are feeling, and we allow all of the emotions to be integrated into our holiday observances, these emotions can become very valuable portals for learning and growth. So, Are you going to have some hard days and are you going to have some good days during the holiday season? Yes and yes, you are. It's going to be highs and it's going to be lows, but give yourself permission. Actually write it on your mirror, write it out in your journal, write it out somewhere on a sticky note, but say, I give myself permission to feel all of the things and I'm going to allow these feelings to come so that my my heart and my emotions can become a healthy modality to guide me toward what will be healthy and good for me during the holiday season. So allow yourself this beautiful. Emotions and feelings are healthy. They're not all bad. They may feel bad, but they're not all bad. I call it riding the wave, allow them to come up, allow them to hit the peak, crescendo out, breathe, do your somatic techniques, have a plan in place, and then let them just just really crash out, right? Just like the crashing of a wave against the banks. Once you do this and you've learned to do this, then you're going to enter into a healthier space. I did that during the holiday season. I had good days and I had hard days. There were times I was in the middle of the floor in my apartment and I was literally bawling my eyes out. 
Sometimes I was angry and I was hitting the floor, my poor neighbors underneath me. <laughs> and then there were times I was elated singing wonderful, happy Christmas music in my apartment, dancing and decorating and enjoying the season. I kind of went with it. I gave myself permission to do that. And you need to do the same. All right. So let's look at number two. Number two is simplify the season. Okay. We have a tendency, especially if you are a mom, we put a lot on ourselves, don't we? We really, really do. We have to bake all the cookies, the cakes, all the goodies. We got to send them to work. We got to send them to school. We got to do it for the neighbors. We have to wrap everything just so. The tree has to look pristine. The mantle on the fireplace has to just be all aglow. The house needs to look like the gingerbread man lives here, right? We want everything in perfection because we want the holidays to be something memorable. Well, I understand that. But betrayal trauma affects your whole life. There's nothing left unturned, right? And it deeply impacts your physical energy. It also affects your emotional bandwidth. Like it affects everything. And it's normal when you are in the process of healing from betrayal trauma to have low energy, to just not have the energy you used to have not be able to run the races that you used to be able to run the race on, right? I know for me, I my kids tell me that my house looks like Hobby Lobby threw up in it. <laughs> and that I, because I love decorations, right? I just love all the festivities of the holidays. And so for me, I didn't have the energy that Christmas that I was separated to do all the things. So I simplified. I made sure that, you know, I respected the low energy, the low enthusiasm, the low interest, and even the ability to engage in certain activities that were previously in my life very gratifying. They brought me a lot of joy, right? The holiday routines that you have. But know this, it's going to help you to remember that things are not always going to be this way. Your life is not always going to be the way it is right now. You're not always forever and amen going to be dealing with the trauma and devastation of betrayal. If you're in recovery work, if you are doing the hardcore work, you are going to move through this. God is going to heal you and things will be better on the other side. But in the meantime, it's okay to simplify what you take on. It's okay to scale back. It's okay to not commit to everything. It's okay to choose how you're going to give and how you're going to receive during the holiday season, who you're going to relate to, how you're going to relate to them, right? And then simplification can also help you to gain an appreciation for the essence of the holidays. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in the to-dos of the holiday season that we miss out on the reason for the season, which is Christ himself. And I know that year for me, I really honed in on that. One way you can do that is starting December 1st, you can join the challenge that I'm going to have in my free Facebook group. 
And the challenge is this, that during the month of December, every day you read one chapter of the book of Luke. It's the story of Christ. And by Christmas Eve, you would have finished the entire chapter or the entire book of Luke. And you would have gained so much relationship with Christ during the season. What a better way to simplify and to come back to the reality of why we even celebrate. So simplify and give yourself that permission. All right. Number three is this. Set boundaries. I know you've heard me say this time and time again, but boundaries are crucial. Okay. Boundary work is absolutely essential for your healing journey. The holidays can be magnets for boundary issues. Okay. Financially, we feel like we've got to spend all the money because we've got to make every day's holidays bright and cheery. And we, especially as moms, feel like, you know, buying all the gifts and gift giving and doing all that stuff, you know, that's one way we can kind of help others through the holiday season. And it's a way to help ourselves. But that you got to have a boundary with finances or it's going to hurt you. How about boundaries with eating? You know, when we're dealing with the trauma of betrayal, we're either eating too much or we're not eating enough. And this is the time of year to really hone in on your eating patterns. Let's talk about the drinking patterns. Then there's the contact with family and friends. Like what can you handle, beautiful? You don't have to be everywhere for everyone at once. You don't have to do that. So identify one or two key boundaries in every area of your life that you're going to uphold during the holiday season and adhere to it. Okay, adhere to it. This helps to maintain your emotional and mental health. So how can you do this? Well, you'll grab a piece of paper and a pen, notebook, whatever. And then you're going to write out your preferences. Like who are the family and friends that you want to spend time with during the holidays? Girlfriends you want to have coffee with, people you want to do lunch with or dinner with. The, you know, do you want to do some holiday parties? Do you want to stay away from them? Uh, what about work gatherings, right? School plays, church activities, all of those things. Write your list, go through it, set a boundary that's according to what you can handle during this time. Even so, go through and list out things that you will discuss during the holiday season with others and things that you will avoid discussing during the holidays with others. There are going to be topics you don't want to talk about. If you don't want to talk about the betrayal, then that's the boundary. Like you're not going to talk about it. Adhere to this. Stick to your boundaries. And then once you have all of these in place, then what you're going to do is you're going to share them. Share them with family and friends. Why do I say share them? Well, because beautiful, how are they going to know unless you tell them, right? They're not going to know unless you tell them. So what you're going to do is you're going to share with them, look, this holiday is kind of tough for me. And I'm trying to set some parameters in place for myself so that I can hopefully enjoy the holidays. So these are some of the like boundaries I've placed for myself. I'm only going to attend these gatherings. I'm only going to do this. And these are the things I will and won't talk about. Would you be so kind 
as to respect these for me. Nine times out of 10, your family and friends and all of those who love you and those who are your safe people are going to go, I am so grateful that you shared that with me because I didn't know how to approach this during the holiday season. And now I do. So you've given them permission as well to be able to love you through the holidays, help you through in a healthier way. Listen, beautiful, each of us have the right to set boundaries. So you can choose boundaries that keep you safe and help you stay steady as you observe the holidays. All right, let's look at number four, okay? Number four is cultivate gratitude into your life this season. Now, this is where I want you to go shopping for yourself. Go to TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Home Goods. They have all the pretty little journals there. Grab yourself some beautiful colored pens, all that good stuff, right? There's nothing more satisfying than having a brand new journal with clean sheets in it, have all the colored pens and everything else so that you can use it as a gratitude journal for yourself during the holiday season. I love to get a smaller one during this season so that I can have it in my purse with me at all times so that I can write things down as I think about them through the day. This is a great practice to get into, right? So I want you to set yourself a daily goal of at least three things that you are going to write down that you feel grateful for. Okay, that might be coffee, family, friends, church, the holiday season, whatever it is, but write it down three things a day. Okay, if you can't think of three, at least do one. If you can do more, great, but just at least do three if you can. Now, if you don't want to buy a brand new journal, if that's not your jam, then go ahead, use the notes section on your phone. Usually everybody's phone is with them at all times anyway, right? So use the notes section on your phone. Put yourself a folder that says holiday gratitude and get started. I start November 1st. I would also say maybe for you to even go so far as to share some of that on social media. I do a challenge this time of year, every year on social media, in my groups and on my personal page. And I, I challenge everybody to do a gratitude challenge with me. You know, um, what are you grateful for today? Post it on social media. Let's just be loud and proud of what we're grateful for. Now, why, why do I tell you to cultivate gratitude? Because when we're in the midst of trauma, when we are healing from pain and devastation of betrayal in our life, tapping into gratitude is a healing modality. It helps us to remember the blessings that God has poured out on us. We can get stuck in the mire of the misery of what we're going through. And that's not where we need to stay. That's not where we need to be. So this is a way to pull ourselves out, right? It not, might not feel like it at first, but when you start doing this on the daily through the holiday season, on the other side, it's amazing. Now, some people even do what's called a gratitude jar, I did this one year. It was really cool. We actually started November 1st. And then at the end of the year, December 31st, we, we had little tiny pieces of paper beside the jar 
in a bowl. And every day you wrote down one thing that you were grateful for. And then December 31st, we opened up the jar and we went through everything that we were grateful for during the holiday season. And it was amazing to see the journey of that. So that's another great way to do it. So this is also a good way to retrain your brain. You know, our brain gets stuck in the negativity of the pain and the suffering and the trauma of the betrayal. But we need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, Paul says. We need to create the new neuropathways, science says, so that we can be healthier, right? And one day way to do this is to do it through gratitude. It helps to cultivate positivity in your life. It helps to um, shift the brain focus and it helps to get you out of survival mode. It's very true that what you focus on expands. So if you're always focusing in on the negative, that's what you're going to reap. It's like what you sow, you reap, right? So this is a great way to change that in your life. All right, let's look at the last one. Number five. Number five is to choose activities that will boost your holiday mood. Listen, beautiful. The enemy wants to steal everything from you. Everything. Don't allow the enemy of your soul, Satan, to continue to steal anything any further. Now is a great time to start redeeming things in your life. Start with the holiday season. For you, maybe some of the activities that boost your holiday mood in the past are shopping, maybe being with family, having coffee with girlfriends, making gifts for people. Uh, maybe it's decorating, watching football. Uh, maybe it's Christmas caroling, going to church events. Whatever it is for you, tap into that. Write a list of things you would love to do activities that you know that actually boost your mood, write them down as kind of like a Christmas or holiday bingo card for yourself and play bingo with it. And just literally as you do each one, just mark it off. Your, and, and, and at the end, like you've hit bingo, you've hit the cash, you've won, right? You've done it. You are cultivating things in your life that are healthy. You're redeeming some of these things in your life. So make a plan to do more of the things that boost your holiday mood. For me, I have a tradition that I started when my girls were babies. And that is they help decorate the tree every year. We did it as a family. Fast forward to my grandkids. When my grandkids were born, my oldest grandchild is soon to be 22. When, when his first year, he spent the night with me, decorated the tree together, right? That started the holiday tradition with my grandkids. So fast forward now, 21 years, this has been going on. They come over to my home. We have, we pick a weekend. They come over to my home. They spend the night we have dinner on the floor. We uh, bake all kinds of holiday goodies. We decorate the tree together. We watch Christmas movies. We have the classics that we always pull out. And we camp in front of the fireplace and even roast s'mores in the fireplace. And we all sleep and camp in the living room. Get up the next morning. We have, you know, all the cinnamon rolls and the goodies and all these things. And it is such a wonderful, heartfelt tradition that I look forward to each and every year. 
That did not change the year that I was separated. They came over in my apartment and we continued that family tradition. That did more for me that year than any gift or anything else could have given me because I was surrounded by those who loved me and we did not allow the enemy to steal something so precious from us. And I don't want you to allow him to steal those things either. So choose to take back your holiday season this year, beautiful, because you're worth it. Even make new traditions for yourself. Maybe there's something new you've always wanted to try and now's your chance. What are those? List them out. Go for it. Whatever it is for you, choose to redeem your holiday season because God wants you to enjoy your life, to have it more abundantly, and to live a passionate, full lifestyle. So, beautiful. I hope these five tips helped you. And I want you to grab all of them in the free workshop that we're going to have Tuesday night, November 7th in that group. Go below in the show notes, grab that link, get into the group, answer the questions so you'll be allowed in. And let's let's really work through the whole workshop together. You have a chance to work through this, to gain more tips and to really set yourself up for success so that you can redeem your holidays and actually thrive through them. So beautiful. I pray today's episode really, really helped you. I pray it blessed you beyond all measure. I want to thank you for being here. And for those of you who are watching the YouTube version, I'm so glad you joined me. <laughs> so stay tuned. Beauty Beyond Betrayal is going to be bringing you so much more in 2024. Um, it's going to be a great year. Be blessed. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.